Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to... Hey, did you see this one? Oh, hi. Hello and welcome to a very special Saturday night edition of Hey, Did You See This One? Uh, we um, are talking about the horror movie. Uh, well, I mean, calling it a horror movie is a stretch, especially this one. It's not. It's what? Not, what do you mean a stretch? <laughs> this is really, very much a horror movie. <laughs> it's not really scary so much as it's a, a kind of a, a, a good window into what um, horror movies were like in the 80s, where they weren't scare you stab people in the face constantly um i mean we are going to do other movies where that happens probably but this one specifically didn't really have that this was more of a i think it skews more comedy anyway we'll talk about that and more when we get as into an the adult episode. yeah but as a child if which this movie was designed for like 12 to 15 year olds as like the primary audience and then the adults that watch it are like this is funny as heck yeah but as a you know if you're 11 you're probably gonna be like oh my god Chucky is so scary. So just before we uh, say any more, I'm going to actually record the episode for once. Um, Mm. You may notice that Kalen is not here yet. He is uh, en route, I believe. Uh, He will join us once he's home. Um, I am Jason. I will be hosting. I'm your illustrious host for this week. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Stephen. Um, Hi, it's me, Steven. If you the are other wa- host. The other host. If you're watching the video version of this, which you probably are because I've never uploaded an audio version, uh, the image that Steve has behind him it was actually drawn by him for our Grimoire of Familia Killers last year. Last year, yeah. Um, I drew one for each of the horror monsters that we did. Uh, not my best work, but you, know, you, you can tell who it is. <laughs> it's the good guy doll. And that sort of leads us into what I want to say about what's happening for October is we're Mm. doing sequels. The sequels, if you were here last year and you saw what we did last year, we did the first movies in four different franchises, Child's Play, uh, Friday the 13th, Halloween, um, and Nightmare on Elm Street. This year, we're going to do the sequels and see how they stack up. And I think that they will stack up because... Already, this is a, an improvement on the first. The first Child's Play movie is great. I do like it a lot. However, um, I don't like the first Halloween movie. But the elements of Halloween I did like were where he's going around murdering. And I feel like the sequels will have a lot more of that because that's sort of what that movie is. This movie yeah, plays... We don't need to talk about that movie yet. Yeah, talking about this movie. Exactly. This movie fucking rules. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say is this movie, they leaned into... Uh, lots of different things like the comedy aspects of how ridiculous Chucky is, how ridiculous he thinks his own self is being trapped in a body. They brought back a bunch of tropes from the first movie where he's like a complete dickhead to everybody, but he's especially a mis- misogynistic. Um, we get a fuck you bitch. We get him ca- calling women bitches. This movie has um, the girl who plays Kyle. She's from 90210, so we have a little bit of star power now. Um, she would have, I think, Nano Two One Zero started in ninety one or ninety two, so she goes on to be um, a pretty big television star. I looked at her, uh, I can't remember her name, but I looked at her IMDb this afternoon, and um, she has she's 
still working. She's in the new Chucky show. Um, yeah, playing the same character. Playing the same character, which made me realize that Chucky and Cobra Kai are kind of similar rehashes where they take old characters and they're back in Chucky's life. Kind of like how with Cobra Kai, they keep uh, bringing back the villains. I mean, one of the things is uh, Don Mancini, the guy who wrote the first Chucky and the second Chucky and the third Chucky, also wrote every single Chucky and has had like a deep stake in this franchise since the beginning and he just won't let it go, which is also probably for the better because he is like it all must be uniform there has to be some sort of continuity right and he he's an advocate for canon which is like you know i i don't necessarily have to adhere to canon but like he did it in such a way that he always references it from the first movie to the new tv show like it's all there in some way and even if you have to let go of some things in order to embrace others, he's like completely fine with that as well. Like and honest, a hard-nosed canon man. Honestly, that was super rare back then, and it was pretty rare up until the MCU popped off in the early two mid two thousands. And then now every everything tries to have canon, even if like it's a movie that's clearly clearly flops. They still set you up for a sequel, and they still put all this shit in the movie that you're gonna have to remember for the next one. And it's 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 spilled over to TV a little bit. I've noticed where there's all those shows that are like Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and they're all like they're a weird MCU universe. And I like that the Chucky mythos goes so deep and back so far because if you look at, I know that the Friday the Thirteenth movies do have like a a common thread. But if you look at them, they're just like, oh, Jason's back and he's found a new group of kids to kill. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. I feel like you don't know what you're talking about right now. Okay. <laughs> Do you well, know that we'll there are characters too. that come in and out of Jason for long periods of time? Yeah, I know. I, you know. Tommy okay. Jarvis! He's around! Is that a lot um, of the movies, man? Is that what's his face? Um, Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yeah, and then he comes back as an adult, and yeah, there's lots of stuff. There's lots of Jason lore that is exists in the Friday the Thirteenth movies, but the one thing in Chucky that is like leaps and bounds above something like Jason is that Chucky is the one through point. Yeah. They don't really focus on Jason as the through point for everything. Jason is just there. And then Tommy Jarvis is a person who's like, Jason fucked me up as a kid, and now I'm an adult, and now I have to fight Jason again. Whereas in the Chucky movies, it's like, I'm still trapped in this fucking doll's body, well, and, that's, and I need to get out of here. Are they the way? They the the power, I beg of you. I, that's what I like about Chucky, too, because he doesn't feel like he's just a murderer on the loose. Like the rest of the three other killers that we're doing all kind of feel like that. Um, yeah. Freddy Krueger is a little bit more of a Bugs Bunny kind of a he likes yeah. to set up character. these hilarious murders um, and become like become inanimate objects and stuff. But yeah. Chucky is almost the main character of Child's Play. He's almost like he, he gets as much dialogue as any of the main like Andy is a kid and he's a shitty main character, but he's just sort of the protagonist and he he needs an adult to help him for now until he grows up a bit. Um, if Kyle wasn't around. For in this movie, I Andy would have been possessed multiple times over. That's <laughs> she, true. Yeah, she, she helps him out because she had to go sneak out to smoke cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she like comes in, and he's like tied up with skipping ropes. 
Yeah. Like, geez, Andy, how do you tie yourself up like that? How did you do this? Yeah. And he's like, it wasn't me. It was Chucky. And they're like, we told you his name is Tommy or whatever. It's it's annoying to me that Chucky only reveals himself to be a a, a thing, like a person uh, with sentience right before he kills people. But well, that said, I mean, I'm pretty how sure you keep your cover. Man. I know, <laughs> like... I get it, I get it. But it's kind of like a Toy Story. But I, the thing that I kept thinking about was like people saw this doll kill people in the first movie, right? Well, but... Andy did, but no, I, I think Andy's mom did, who is for some reason absent from this movie. But I, I feel like there's probably like a, a toss away line or something where it's like his mom went nuts or some shit and like that she got locked away and that's why he's in foster care. Cause like, imagine she went up to the police and was like, the doll did it. The doll killed everybody. Like that's obviously they're going to be like, okay, whatever you say, lady, you're not allowed to have this son anymore. And you clearly pushed your friend out the window in the middle of the first movie. Is there a point in this series where the, because even I watched that TV show with you, the first probably six or seven episodes. We watched a bunch of them, yeah. And only the kids, only a couple of the kids know that he's sentient. Um, Except for Andy, who is in that show as well. Right. Like, it, it keeps like cutting back to him, and he's got like a, a Chucky head in like a closet that he like gives cigarettes to, and he's like, "All right, Andy, we gotta go find my other <laughs> forces or whatever." And you're like, "Okay, Chucky." And, and I, but. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I, I, I thought from some of the images I saw of this, like the, the big conclusion takes place in the uh, the good guy's toy factory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw, I think I saw a trailer or I saw like some pictures when I was just like looking around at this, looking for this movie. And I saw the assembly line of good, good guy dolls. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, is this the army of Chucky's movie? But I don't think that happens till much later in the series. Yeah, there. It so. I feel like I'm gonna spoil. That's the face of spoiler alerts. That's the face of somebody who's about to tell us the whole story. I know. (laughs) I love Chucky. But so the beginning of the third movie is like they melt down everything from the end of the second movie, and they just put it back into the vat of plastic to keep making more dolls. But like as it's going over and melting, like all this blood just like dribbles into this big vat of like melted plastic. And you're like, ding, 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 That's his blood. That's Charles Lee Ray's blood going into there. So like extremely you're... haunted blood. And so like, I thought the third movie was going to be like a million Chucky's, but it's still just one Chucky. And they don't really go into that until only a few years ago in our own actual timeline, which is like, I think it's called the the cult of chucky yeah that's the, the one earth? with the asylum too right yeah and there's like multiple and he he's like are they the way into you a body i'm gonna copy my brain and he like basically makes several chucky copies of himself and then he figures out how to do that to the main character from a couple of the other chucky movies who's actually played by brad dwarf's daughter. his actual daughter Voice of chucky yeah, yeah is like his daughter is playing her and then in the show that we were watching like she plays young charles lee ray like in drag basically she's like presenting as a man and just like playing her dad as like the serial killer and, and they do the voiceover of brad dorif with it's wild it's so good man it's such a nice like 
the Chucky franchise is extremely friendly in terms of like queer representation, but also just like making you feel like it, it like normalizes everything with it also still being sort of strange and like odd, which is, you know, not to say that those things are, are strange, but like it presents it to you as if it's not and you watch it in a way that it isn't. Is, does that make sense to you? It, it does. It does. And uh, that's why it's kind of weird that um, Chucky is so misogynistic, but it also feels like it helps you feel like this character is shitty where that kind of misogyny in the 80s was just the main character the hero was going around right but what i mean to say is that like that character is still so hard-edged in terms of his like misogyny and like even like homophobia and stuff but then like in the show the the new show like the main character is like a gay teenage boy and like i think he even at one point asks like chucky like well, I'm gay. Like, does is that an issue for for you? And Chucky's like, like, whatever. No, I'm I'm a murderer. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's fine. What do you mean? Before we uh, before we get go any further um, into our 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 analysis. Wow. Yes. I've had one sip of beer. Um, let's do a little. Uh, where did we first? Um, yeah. encounter this movie and when Kalen comes no matter oh my god he's just en route now he's like let's go at 8 30 anyway whatever who cares we're here we're here get used to it um when he comes on i'll just have him run down really quickly yeah. um I, I it might kind of break the show's flow but him just jumping into the episode is going to break the flow anyway um i'll go first because mine is very simple when I was a kid, the cover of this movie is the one where it's just it says "Child Play," "Child's Play 2" with a blood two, and it's the one where he's got the giant scissors, and there's the the uh, man in the box. And it's scary, yeah. It's a, he's got the, the Jack scissors, in the Box, the yeah. Jack in yes. the Box, and he's gonna cut the spring on the Jack in the Box. The man in the yeah, box, it's terrifying. You know, the classic toy. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, me too. I um, weirdly enough. I think if this movie was on TV and some of the, like, there's only one really bad, like, shocking death in this one, in my opinion, and then some other shocking little things, I think if this was edited for TV, I would have had no problem watching it. Because Chucky doesn't, Chucky isn't really scary to me and hasn't really ever been scary. It's the, we've talked about this on the show, it's the Yeah, the and I think that I've said that Chucky is the scariest to me at all of them. The threat of seeing a doll stab somebody in the face with a knife is what always made me afraid of Chucky. As an adult, these movies are very tame compared to the horror movies that would come out over the next te- 15 years. Like, if you if you put this movie up against something like Hostel or, like, the Saw movies after Saw 1, Saw 1 is a classic 80s horror movie, and it's not that bad. There's a couple little things in it that are gross, but, like, after that, it becomes murder, torture, porn, right? So, this movie, I think, is very... Like, if you were going to get into horror, the first the four movies we watched last year and this movie, great entries. Great entryways to horror, because they're not... They haven't tried to outdo themselves yet. And even this movie, they're not trying they're, to... They're also sort of like the first pages to like a large book of like what horror is going to become, right? Exactly. Like that's sort of so, what they are. So what, what, the way that I see this movie is almost not so much a sequel, but almost a reboot 
of the first movie. Like it's it's let's take by comparison almost an indie flick and Hollywoodize it is how I kind of noticed the difference between the two movies because this movie has a lot of weird camera shots they try a lot of new stuff it's very you say weird i think you should you meant to say good 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 camera angles good camera <laughs> angle. but, but what i'm saying is like it, it's very shiny compared to the first one it takes place in the mm-hmm. daytime a lot where there's only one real like daytime scene in the first one where like the kids go into the house in the daytime on the subway yeah, the first one has a lot, and it's also the first one's like winter. It's like Christmas. The first one's Christmassy, yeah. wintry. It, yeah. you get that kind of icky, sick to your stomach winter feeling from the first one. This one is a lot more like, I don't know, it's more cheery in a way, even though it's a fucking '80s horror movie. But anyway, to, in summation, my first, my I've never I had I watched this movie literally today, and uh, I love it. I'm glad you love it because it is. It's one of the so I've seen all the Chucky movies multiple times, and I it's hard to rank them because there's so many, and you sort of like after a while you you, you build out this sort of like lore in your brain, right? Where you're like the Chucky series is maybe the best out of all of them because it has the most robust storytelling, it's and there is actually as fuck compared to like a Friday. It 13th. is. Well, I mean, Friday the 13th is also extremely accessible because you don't really have to watch any other movie yeah. to okay. get what's going on. Whereas this one, maybe that's a thing. Like, you can watch the second one without watching the first one and realize what's going on because they kind of throw it at you over. And his name's Charles Lee Ray. He's a murderer. And, like, they, they, they do give you that detail. But if you were to hop into, like, the bride of chucky <laughs> without seeing any chucky movie you'd be like what the fuck is going on here but like that's not necessarily a bad thing it's maybe a testament to how strong chucky is as a character and i know this is meant to be my moment where i tell you the first time that i saw chucky too but like you i was terrified of the cover of all the Chucky movies, like I don't know what possessed me as a as a kid walking through like a video rental store to walk through the horror aisle. I walked but through I the did, horror section. Every I did it every time, time. Every, every time. time, and I was like, oh. "I'll never watch any of these movies." And I was just getting scared yeah. of the covers, and I'd be like, "I gotta go to the animation section and get like the Land Before Time Six <laughs> that just came out or whatever." The Return of Small Muncher, or the fucking animal's yeah. name is, and I for a very long time was terrified of like all of these uh all of the grimoire of familiar killers like they were all scary to me as a kid jason was the least scary to me as a kid because he was just like a zombie or whatever it was <laughs> but chucky was the most scary because i have toys in my house they could that possessed. could come alive and kill me i don't have a giant hockey player that lives next door that's gonna murder me or whatever and freddy krueger is a dream demon and all my <laughs> dreams are not nice so i uh i didn't start watching these movies until i was in middle school and early high school and then i started getting really into like all horror stuff because i was like this is actually a different type of movie watching that i've never experienced and i was too scared to experience I remember like there was a few things that I watched way too early. I've talked about it before. Like I watched the evil dead when I was like six and I watched the shining when I was like eight and I go watch these movies that Robocop I really when should... I was eight, I think is what made me never want yeah. to watch a horror And movie. like, you know what? That's completely fair. Cause it is super graphic and scary and there's scary people in it. And, 
but once you you break this sort of like barrier that you get through at an age where you're like you start to realize that things are actually funny and not and also scary. they don't it's not like these horror movies aren't an hour and a half of fucking violent gore like there's no. a story in there and that's that's why i need people to watch the original saw movie because the first saw movie is an, a cool like cop drama with this horror with this murderer that's like trapping people and killing them and you know you don't even see jigsaw in the first movie i don't i don't think or if you do he's just like a face on a screen now yeah, he shows up at the end and he's like dun, 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 yeah. dun, goodbye <laughs> now now jigsaw they're doing all these prequels and they're just gross movies jason and... come on you're you're summarizing the last 20 years of fucking saw movies chill yeah. out sorry i'm very <laughs> mad that people think that all the Saw movies are like unwatchable torture porn because the first. I really enjoy the first Saw movie. Oh, uh, who thinks that? I don't think a lot of the people. The internet. Think that. I don't know. The whole internet. The whole internet that. is a un- collective unconscious. So anyway, I watched the sequel to Chucky very close to watching the first Chucky, which was like I watched the first Chucky and I was like, "This is great. This is like a murderer, like a serial killer who puts himself into a doll to escape death." And now he's trying to escape the doll. He went because he went through a real chunky, chunky phase. Uh, oh man, October, as I recall. Well, I I have also like I've always kind of liked Chucky, like, but I also was the most scared of Chucky. I think that's kind of like what I'm trying to say is that like Chucky scared me the most when I was a kid. I remember very vividly. I may have told this story last year, where they had this like radio clip on the radio during Halloween season. And it would play around like seven at night and it was advertising a TV channel or something. And it was like, we're playing all the horror movies this uh, October, every Friday night, we're playing Chucky, Jason, Freddy. And like, they would play them all. And then they would play this one clip of like, hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play? And they would like play his voice. And I would like get actually scared of just the voice on the radio. Was that the, uh, was that the preview? every year they would do previews for the when shutter first came out and it was it was a channel not a streaming no no service. this is when i was like like in middle school <laughs> this yeah, is not when, a couple years ago no in, in middle school uh shutter was a, just a channel like the comedy channel but it was on cable like you had to pay no it money. was like a local channel and i remember like a, i remember at halloween time if you watched like showcase when i was in like high school or mid, like mm-hmm. It, they would show that the same like here's all the movies that are, we're playing through october and it would show that clip of hi i'm chucky, I'm chucky wanna wanna play? Play? and then he falls and goes under the couch yeah but like this was just audio on the radio oh like, it on was the just radio, radio. sorry I missed, and like i missed I, that <laughs> and i would get like freaked out just by the audio of it like i'd be in the car and my my dad would be driving me to school and like that would play and i'd be like <gasps> and then i'd be like scared like i'd be walking around and everyday life freaked out that chucky was coming for me but uh anyway to say what when my first time watching this is is difficult to say and i definitely did not appreciate it as much as i did re-watching it uh a couple days ago and even just every time i watch through these movies like there are some that are just like leagues above the others and this one is one of them man this one is like actually well shot well directed the music is amazing the animatronics are great like everything about this movie is like 
special in terms of like why Chucky still exists. If this movie did not do as well as it did, or or at least present as well as it did in terms of like what they can do with a little murderous doll, the rest of the Chucky series probably wouldn't exist. Like this is probably the reason that this went forward as as far as it has and still continues to do. It's also such a like the animatronics in this movie are probably for the time like top notch. They probably it's a very cheap, cheaply made movie, but the some of the stuff is not cheap. Like so, like the Chucky doll, it's nineteen ninety. The Chucky doll looks even better than the first. Um, the the whole factory part at the at the end, that like set piece that they built, that like it's like the assembly line, but it's in a nightmare assembly line of one little yeah, thing gets tweaked. It's like a starts... maximalist, like crazy. It's like a Willy Wonka style, like. Like Tim night- Burton esque, like it's colorful, and there's like nobody in there except for one guy. Like <laughs> one guy, and in the yeah. the kid, like I knew that somebody was gonna get murdered by that thing that pops the eyeballs in. Oh, of right course, from the it's beginning. so gruesome. It's so, they, but it's they, like, oh, they focus oh, on yeah. this fuck. This this movie is a movie where I don't know if this happens in all of them. I don't recall if this happened in the first one, but if the Chekhov's gun thing happens yeah. almost every scene where you see something happen you see a thing they focus on it for a second and you're like that's going to be involved in a murder or that's going to well, be what murders so, uh, and that uh, eyeball machine at, right at the beginning chucky chucky gets his eyes put in yeah so let, let's just start, i'll start from the top so basically we we there's the opening credits they're shaving all of the like i don't know how they got this doll back to the factory but they they're explain sh- it they're shaving it's off because so the re- the way they got the doll back is because the uh, the family Andy's family claimed that the doll was defective and it like did a bunch of crazy shit right, and they're like yes. it, it murdered people and they're like no apparently it was just like you know they the yes. voice box was wrong or whatever the, the so voice they cassette was fucked up yeah they acquiesced the doll they fucking annexed it from the police and they're like well we need to go do some tests on it so they have it because of that because it was involved with a murder investigation so we get this great scene of them shaving the like melted skin plastic yeah and like cleaning the tongue and like like, everything kind of horrific it's scary it's It's scary he's got human teeth his underneath he's got a like a chrome skull like he's just Mm. the terminator um and then they pop on some new parts they put they make sure the batteries go in and there's that scene where they show like the batteries and you're like oh, there was no batteries in there. Better put batteries in. The one thing that I was like, Andy smart, he checked for the batteries. But at the same time, I was watching this with friends and all of my friends were like, why didn't he take the batteries out? And I was like, <laughs> holy fuck, you're right. And yeah. I never thought about that before. He should have took the batteries out. Yeah. As like a test. You that's know? how I reacted to it. I was like, well, take them out. You don't. You can't tell if he's alive if the batteries are in. Anyway, so the, the first time that we see this eyeball punching machine, this puts the eyeballs it's like a special that's machine. the last thing that because they clean them forever and then it's like doing everything and that's like the last thing that happened but it's right? but what's weird is the the eyeball things come down and they keep like stopping almost like a force is keeping them from popping the eyeballs in they finally yeah. get popped in and then we have a murder chunk but the but then murder chucky like um they like pick him up and then they put him down and then he's suddenly laying by the door as I recall. Oh no, okay. So what happens is like they uh the the that guy, the guy that you're saying, like the the you know, like the businessman who's here to 
perform some sort of like PR interference or whatever is like, we got the doll and like the dolls over here, let's go look at the doll. And then like the guy who's like the CEO, like the old man is like, all right, let's go. And they go in the room and they're about to try and like turn them on or something. And like, they put the eyeballs, that's like, you're right. Like the eyeballs are going in and then it like gets stuck and then it electrocutes both oh, of these yes. men. Right. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and that's like the first like, bad 80s electricity uh, I like that effect. sort of effect yeah i like that effect it looks too. like the palpatine yeah. lightning from star yeah, wars yeah exactly it's like a ghostbusters and you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah it's fine <laughs> and like you're not sure if they die but then like it cuts and like they're being like pulled out on stretchers and they have bags over there, so they're completely dead and like so the doll is by the door and uh the ceo has like dust and glass on his shoulders and he's like let's we need to cover this up bury it deep and then he's like what do you want me to do with the doll and he's like show it up your ass yeah. <laughs> it leaves so the guy who plays the uh the exec is um his name's greg german and you may recognize him from he was uh, on ali mcbeal in the 90s but he also pops up in like every show like yeah as the same character that he's the playing same dickhead yeah. character. <laughs> he plays a corporate shill yeah he's kind of a poor man's greg kinnear He's still working to this day too. He was uh, oh he yeah, was on playing Grey's the Anatomy same character. As well, yeah. He was on Brooklyn Nine Nine recently as the same character. Yeah, he's. Remember uh, that episode where they have to like go and solve a crime on like a crime <laughs> show or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um. Also, later in the movie, um, I want to just point this out before I forget. But there's uh, Andy's teacher in his class. Yeah. Is the woman who's also from like everything. Her name's Beth Grant, but she yeah. um. She plays notably Dwight's uh, babysitter in on the office, yeah. even though he's a. Or also, man. you could you could consider that his teacher because she plays teach like shitty teachers in like a lot of yeah, stuff. like she's like yeah. a she's like a typecast shitty teacher yeah. And that you'll there's a there's a thread in horror movies that all of the a lot of these actors would go on to be on television shows and sitcoms. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, no, like people no. kind of like get worried about that. That's almost like no, a that's blessing. Old, that's an old way. Unless of you're going to be like a George Clooney or like a, um, a Julianne Stiles or like a, you know, an Olivia Wilde. Why not it's just, just be <laughs> Julianne Stiles? No, the, uh, that's an old way of thinking though because of legacy television and like hbo and stuff now a lot of people want to do tv because it's a lot easier on your it's a lot easier on your budget a lot easier on your um on no your... but what i'm saying is that like there's nothing wrong with being typecast if you're perfect for that shit right. and yeah. if you can if you can con- convincingly play that without it be- taking people out of it so like she has she is playing a teacher in this right and she has played a teacher in a million other things. And just because she played a teacher in Chucky doesn't mean that her playing a teacher in a very serious drama or in The Office where she's technically playing sort of the same type. She's playing a babysitter, which is like in the Schrute family, you would assume is basically like a teacher. Right? Yeah. Yep. Like it's the same sort of realm of roles. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can play dramatic roles you can play funny roles you can play horror movie roles and it all sort of like works and that all that does is like secured like job security for your entire life <laughs> like, i would if she, i was an actor i would absolutely be fine with being typecast it's the people oh my who, god me too it's man. the people who it's the people who want to grow beyond that like like you're saying like tom hanks 
probably didn't want to be stuck playing quirky quirky sitcom guy for his whole he wanted to win oscars and you can't or yeah you can't win an oscar if you're a typecast as, as the teacher who gets murdered by redneck, a yardstick and uh, <laughs> bar redneck two. number four you know yeah. but if you're okay with playing bar redneck number four forever then you know you're gonna have job job security forever do you know what kind of character i would like to be i would like to be one of those typecast extras who's in everything like you know that extra from community who has like one role one line per season who you see in other shows pop pop no not (laughs) not not that dude you don't want to be magnitude not magnitude the 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 big guy with glasses and he ends up having like the relationship with the other ah, yeah the guy yeah but he's in so many things like he's in the background he of sings like, so ava maria yeah. at the funeral yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, dan like harman probably guy. likes care like likes actors like that and was like you know what let's give this guy some lines because he's he's yeah. doing some great background stuff that's what I would want to do. This isn't over. That's it's it. still happening. It's happening right now. Yeah. What was his name? I'm trying to remember. Um. Yeah. So. Let's see here. The okay. So we go to we now go to Andy, who's in therapy. His mom is uh, out of the picture because she's probably in a mental institution. I would like to say immediately that it's not that the actress didn't want to come back like they could have had andy's mom be in this i movie. think you i think your hypothesis is right though it makes way more sense that she was like the doll was killing people and they were like sure come with she me go, you, you go nice, to hell put this now. jacket yeah. on that we can tie but also it, like back. what i'm saying is that, that it's not that they couldn't get the actress back to be in the movie because the actress <laughs> was married to the lead puppeteer of this movie like she was on set often and always like she was there so like she could have put on a fucking crazy person wig and been like Andy! <laughs> like she could have she was there every day almost it's it, and it's interesting that i wonder if there's cutting room floor scenes of her that just i would i'd be interested cut. to know that as well but like as far as i know it they were just like no we we cannot have that character in the movie because it would it'd be too detrimental to the story that we're telling i guess but i re- like, i did want to say though that like this movie's length uh i d- i like shorter movies like 80 minute movies and this was perfect but i was yeah. having such a good time watching a chucky movie and I, it was like a Saturday afternoon. I had nowhere to be, nothing going on. I wasn't like watching it in chunks on my lunch breaks, like we do, like I do during the week when we have a Wednesday show. I just sat and watched a whole movie, and I was like, I could have dealt with fifteen more minutes of that. Yeah. As long as it's ch- like you don't get an almost don't get enough Chucky being like "fuck you, bitch." I I agree. I agree. I I love Chucky so much, and I love how rude he is like he's such a rude character and he's not rude in the same way that freddy krueger is where freddy is just like i'm being rude because i can't be rude like chucky's like fuck you 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 think that you got it better than me like he actually is like <laughs> well, he's upset a person that other, yeah he's upset that other people are human beings and like, like i'm said, a doll man fuck ha- you like you said there's stakes like he if yeah. he doesn't I forget. It's probably the shaman in the first one explained that like if you spend too much time as a doll, you'll become yeah. you'll become as human. Yeah, there is a scene in the first movie where he's like literally standing in a window well, being like, "Are you telling me if I 
stay in this form for too long. I'm going to be stuck this way. And then he like fucking kills him. He's like, you fucker. Fuck like he kills the guy f- just for giving him that information. I mean, that's Charles Ray Lee. Um, that's his name, right? Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray. He <laughs> seems like in his, when he was a human, he would fly off the handle and murder he well, was he was like a, a he, was, he was like a strangler. He was like oh, labeled yeah, he was a, as a strangler. He was a serial like he killer. Was, he was a serial killer. Yeah. So like, I was trying to talk to you guys throughout the week when I watched it. I was like, you know, the one thing that I like about Chucky is that he's kind of a normal guy. And then I like, as I typed that, I was like, I mean, not normal. Yeah, normal. <laughs> like he's like a he's, he's not a, a normal guy. He's but normal like, in he, a Jeffrey Dahmer kind of a way. And he's normal he is in a, a Ted Bundy sort of way. Imagine you were a serial killer and you got trapped in the body of a doll and you just wanted to get back into the body of a regular body no you wanted to get back into the body of a child so you can live a whole life as a strangler that's true he does want to like put himself into the body of a kid so that he can specifically live a whole and life he's linked again. he's like linked to andy forever i think there's i wonder if the movies explore that a little bit more why andy specifically because he was because Andy owned that toy, maybe there's something to that. So he's like cosmically linked to Andy forever. I wonder if there's any. I, to I honestly like that's one thing that I don't know about. Like, why doesn't maybe he just I go? Should, but... Why doesn't he just go after some kid that like doesn't know that Chucky exists? Well, in the third movie, he does. He goes after another kid. Yeah, I yeah. Movie. I remember seeing bits from that movie. It's a it's all it takes place like in a city, right? Like it's all like. Very ins- no, in no? the third movie, uh, Andy gets put into military school, and Chucky goes to the military school to try and get Andy again. But then he ends up like deciding that he's going to grab this other kid instead, okay. and he keeps trying to get this one kid. And then Andy's like whole goal throughout the movie is to stop Chucky from getting this other kid. So he becomes sort of like the uh, you know like the adult characters in these movies are like the teenage characters in these movies who so are like, he becomes that role okay yeah. so he like they the teenagers are like sort of the heroes as this well in the first movie there's like, no teenagers which i know i like. know that's a little bit different and he just stops the doll himself right even though he's like six yeah or the in the mom but the, and the he's mom, pretty dope as a kid yeah. and also man like i gotta say like the kid is a good actor he was a good actor in yeah. the first movie, and he's just as good in this movie. Like he plays that, like uh, he plays off the, like the the doll did it, and you, I believe the kid. Obviously, the in universe adults are like that's ridiculous, but I'm like that kid has seen some shit. You should look at his yeah. eyes when he's telling you that he saw a doll murder ten people. There's one. There's one moment in this movie that I was like, this is good. It's not good, like in on a grand scheme of thing, but it's good in this movie, which is like when he's in the basement doing laundry with Kyle and she's smoking and she asks him to hold the cigarette for a second <laughs> while she like goes. and he just smokes it. Yeah. <laughs> and like that to me is like oh, like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's not scared to try it or anything because he is like I've seen my babysitter get pushed out of a window i've seen cops get shot in the head i've burnt a demon doll and like he's just like fuck it <laughs> like smokes it and he's like fucking eight later You're in like the movie, oh my god chucky even says to him he's like what you act like you ain't seen a dead body before <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and I, I laughed a it's lot true yeah it's true and then i realized that i think eminem says that in a song 
and uh, it might be directly related oh, to this. Maybe Eminem loves Chunky. He definitely loves Chunky. He had like a photo shoot in the '90s of him, like uh, you know, not dressed like Chucky, but dressed like a doll with a with a with a knife. Um, also, he was like the innovator of murder rap, so you know. True. Um, so the so Andy gets picked up by this. This always drives me nuts in movies where there will be a, like foster parents who take in Andy. Yeah, and it's always it seems to be always the dad who's like, I fucking hate this shit. Why always gotta bring these kids into my life? And it's like, why are you married to so like the woman clearly wants to help these kids, but the but the the Phil is his name. He's he's very skeptical of everything. He's like, ah, yeah. I don't want this kid. And they the, they immediately show him like a, a a figurine that's been passed down from generation to generation. And, and like, then, be careful with that. Everything in here is gets fragile. Yeah. Chucky breaks it almost immediately. But how does he break it? I probably just pushed it over. No, Jason, come on! It's very important. Uh, it's important to the story. Did they even? I thought they didn't explain it. Okay, so they take Andy to the the room, the bedroom, and he's looking around. And he's excited because he's like, I haven't had a room in a long time. And he opens the closet, and then yeah, <laughs> falls out. out. A Chucky, a Chucky doll falls out. But it's not the evil Chucky that has a Charles Lee Ray soul inside of it. It's just a Chucky doll. Which you know, why the fuck did these people not get rid of that doll if they knew that he was Knowing, traumatized by a fucking yeah. doll? All right, Kalen's coming in now. All right, and uh, they don't even get rid of it. They just put it in. They a keep moving room. it around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he finds they, the doll, he's like, they're like. Ugh. But what happens is the Charles Lee Ray doll finds the Chucky doll and he takes that little thing that he told them to be careful about. The dad said, be careful, this thing's fragile. And he beats in the Chucky doll's face with it and breaks the Chucky doll's face with it. And then he takes that Chucky doll and he buries it underneath the swing set in the backyard. Oh, he beat, I, I didn't notice. You said he beat up the Chucky doll with the... He doesn't just beat it up. He breaks its face and the... Okay, I missed. I completely missed that it was the figurine. I thought he was punching it. No, he was hitting it with the figurine, and then he buries the Chucky doll in the backyard underneath the swing uh, set. Looks like old Kalen here is is, uh, live from the road. Looks like he's jerking off. Oh no, he's driving a car. Bonjour. I thought he was like, (sighs) yeah. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Um. So what's up, man? Uh, I'm moments away. And uh, figured this might be funny. I mean, we had yeah. said earlier that it would be funny if you just went live from the bathroom of Yuck Yucks or wherever you were. Yeah. Like but... you were doing a double date where you were having Oh, man, to could out. I do that? I would have done that. Corey, Corey suggested that. Well, oh, looks like Corey is also a funny comedian. Maybe he could be on the, uh, the episode sometime. How long are you going to be uh, till you're home? Uh, I'm like 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, why don't you just pop back on when you're set when you're settled? Okay. Alright, cool. Bye. Chunky Chunk Two, it's sequel to Chunky One. It's the chunky it It's the chunky man with a chunky plan. I don't think so, it's closed. It's not. It's I mean not. I can just kick you out if you want. Okay. <laughs> Chunky plan with the chunky man. 
Punky uh, teen chain. girl. Very Punky hot. That's what I wrote. Hot square head. I love her square head. Oh, I can't remove him. Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. She's got a square I head. I can't remove. Uh, I can't remove him or else it won't All let right, me. I'm gonna go fill my wine. I'll be right back. You gotta, you gotta close your, close the app on your phone, my man. I, I tried to do that. <laughs> okay, here I come. It's coming. One second. A little swivel. I have. Never mind. I won't say that. Oh, okay. What? Well, how do you close it? Swipe up, right? Oh, I don't God. know. I'm on a computer. Kalen, what? Uh, Jason, you should be able to boot him from that. No, but if it, I okay, it, I tried to, and it was like he won't be able to rejoin this meeting. And also, I was like, oh. report to <laughs> like, Zoom. Would you like to report him forever? Uh, okay, so anyway, yeah, the dad is obviously the worst character for sure, but the mom is also shitty as well, right? Like she has like this weird sort of picture perfect uh, way of dealing with children, which is like a very old way. Right, like everything about her whole house is like grandmotherish, and like she's like sews quilts and when shit. When he like... walks into that house and he he's looking around at the place, and there's fucking knickknacks and tchotchkes everywhere, and this fucking walls are pink and baby blue. Yeah. I was like, I thought that she was gonna be a psycho, but she's just like what you said. She's just more so a uh... like a weird old timey mom, which is like doesn't exist even in this time. I bet people were like, what? That's fine. But one thing that I will add to what you just said is like when he walks in, don't you just love how it's like always this low angle of every like you're you're not just looking through Chucky's eyes, but you're looking through Andy's eyes. And yes. like this whole movie is almost filmed in like a weird low angle. Like the it's like it almost feels like a Kubrick movie, you know? You're just like, wow, they really thought about the camera placement and it should always be either super overhead where everything is wide and huge or like tiny vision where everything is wide and huge and like they they rarely go in between that it's so well shot it's beautifully shot man i would even go as far to say beautifully shot yeah um i did think that the first one had a really cool unique look to it like like we were talking about but this one just blows that one out of the water in so many ways there was another really cool shot where, like, towards the end, they're trying to escape, and they go, they're going up that like, that conveyor belt that, like, with with, with the rollies, with the rollers, and they're like yeah. climbing up it, and he slips, and he starts rolling down, and yeah. the camera is clearly like in his arm, like right here, and you see his face, like up close, and it felt like really tense, and it felt like you were there with him, which is a good, good way to purvey what's happening in a yeah. in a shot like that because there's also like a weird thing that i think that only people of our generation can actually connect to within that moment of those rollies which is like maybe even specifically canadian children i don't know but you know the beer store right when yeah. like your parents would return empties and shit did you ever get sat on top of that yep. thing and you you know that feeling of the rollies right yeah, and even um, I feel but like, like grocery didn't you stores... like while you're watching that? Didn't you like recall that yes. feeling of that, the rollies? The feeling, <laughs> like I know what them. that feels like. I was yeah. also like, like how the, the fuck rollies. are they climbing up that? I guess if you just 
if you just if you grab onto grab one, it, it yeah, doesn't roll. You can, yeah. And also, if you're an adult, but he's a kid, so he rolls. But what I think of is in the, back in the day, um, grocery stores used to have. I don't know if they even still have these, but you could get your groceries inside, and then there would be a guy outside. They'd roll, roll them out. Too, they'd yeah. roll them out on those in those like bins, and then they would load your car with the groceries. I yeah. don't think that service like exists anymore. No, because just fucking bring your own groceries well, to your car. Yeah, and nowadays, like you go to a grocery store and you don't even have to deal with like a checkout person. You yeah. just go to like the bloop bloop bloop, and some guys and, and making sure note, you're on that note. Um, people, there's two kinds of frames of mind of, of negativity to, towards those. On the one hand, it kind of takes away jobs from people. On yeah. the other hand, people are like, "I go to the grocery store so you can beg my, you beg. I'm not gonna beg my own." And it's both kind of, you know, it's the young person's view of it versus the boomer. Yeah. My thing is, I don't want to talk to anybody. I usually go to the grocery store yeah. stoned, and I don't yeah. want to deal with people. Me too. <laughs> it's not that I'm stoned. It's just that I don't want to talk to people. But also, <laughs> at that. all. But also, I usually uh, when I when I go smoke a joint, when I go for a walk and blaze one for the nation. I'm like, no, I'll go to the grocery store and get some get some snacks. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I agree. I don't like like I if I'm in a situation where I have forgotten my debit card or for whatever reason and I only have cash, I'm like, I actually have a panic attack where I'm like, I have to interact with somebody. Oh, oh god, no. I'll I'll even like leave my bag and then just yell i'll be right back can you guys watch this and then i'll go back up and get my debit card and come back down and do it because i don't i don't i'd rather just pay for my own shit and not have to ever talk to anybody ever yeah i uh i'm the same way um in a pinch i'll go to the the checkout like there's a no frills by my work where they don't have the the self self self-service but honestly like why don't you why don't you have the self-serve Anyway, um, there are uh, more things that happen. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. They almost crash into a toy truck. Oh, yeah, they're driving home. They almost, the toy truck takes a left, and they almost crash into it, and he sees the buddy doll on the side, which is, like, obviously... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Foreshadowing. It's re-traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the thing. That's the other part about that doll being there. Like, you're not going to... The kid's not going to stop talking. Like, if if... This is a movie where the kid is traumatized by seeing a murder happen, and he looks like he's... I don't know how to make this into a, a... The doll didn't actually do it. It's all inside the kid's head. But if there is some sort of twist where it is all in the kid's head, having a Chuck... You should pre-screen your home for a Chucky doll or a Tommy yeah. doll. Like, get rid of all Chucky dolls. <laughs> like, make sure there's none in there. So we'll, we'll move, we'll move, we talked about him getting to the house, he goes up to the bedroom, and... Well, the, let me just say that there was a funny part while I was watching this with, uh, I was watching with Brian and Ryan and my friend Enrique, and like, Brian kept being like, there's so many clowns in this house, why do they have so many clowns? Don't they know that he's traumatized? I'm like, Chucky's not a clown. No, Chucky's a doll, not a clown. <laughs> he's not a, he's just like a little boy. But it's... And it's, Brian was like, I think he's a clown. I think he's a clown. <laughs> so hot take coming from friend of the show brian brian um, so yeah the this room is stacked to the ceiling with with uh now that i think about it i think you're right about her ha- being a weird like old timey mom because she's yeah. like 
Don't you love blue? Of course you love blue. You're it's a boy. your favorite color. It's I your bet, favorite color. I bet because you're a boy. Also, look at all the toys and all of the cars and trucks and guns I got you because this is boy. also like the first moment that you get to see the weird shape of this house, which is nonsensical. Like the whole house is not shaped properly. Um, it it doesn't look like a regular house would be shaped. So no, in it this looks room, like it was filmed in. Uh, like tim burton's butthole no that that hallway that hallway where like all the doors are i would notice that like the the crown molding on the ground and like the way that things are shaped it looked more like an apartment like they were just filming an apartment building or a halfway house or something like you're right now that i think about it it didn't look like the way that the the downstairs looks like the like the layout of a house it's like a front room and but the basement and the staircase the staircase in the basement yeah don't you, you don't remember that fucking twisted ass staircase? And he's like, look at Chucky down there. And then like, there's like a perfect spotlight on Chucky and the staircase is like super angular. Like it looks like a Tim Burton, like yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas style staircase. Or when like, Kevin McAllister is in the basement in that, in the first. Yes. Alone, it's and, like, and it is like a child's nightmare, up. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So like when they first bring him to his room, the room seems like there should be a natural shape to it with like a nice warm light coming in to make it feel welcoming but it's not it's a black window with like a harsh light on it and the bed is like angled sort of like half at us and you look at the walls and you realize that there it's not a square room it's like this weird room that has like several angles to it and the bed is just like angled at the door and like it looks like a weird twisted drawing and you're like this doesn't seem right but i mean maybe that was just me you didn't notice this <laughs> come on you didn't notice know. that this bedroom was like a nightmare bedroom when, he, when he's first being brought in there i'm like oh the bedroom looked fun. terrifying what stuff you know like the bed frame in the simpsons where it's like yeah. homer makes that bed frame and it's like a clown it's clown. like yeah, like it's like that like the whole bedroom is like that the bedroom didn't do that for me it was the the hallway from the top of the stairs with all the rooms like they go into mm. kyle's room and she's just in there smoking a cigarette it's just nothing in the room but her and a cigarette and her suitcase there's also the the subplot with her is that she's been living there for three weeks she's an out of control teen she's been bounced around from host to house for her whole life and she's just one of those um one of those t- teenagers you see in movies who like has never had a home you find out later that she got put up for foster care when she was three Andy wants to know if he's like, do you remember your mom? That's coming up here in a minute. We'll talk about it. But uh, she's just like, I thought she was going to be a complete piece of shit to Andy, but she ends up being cool immediately. She's She's like, she kind of takes him under her wing and is kind of a big sister character to to Andy. Kind of like a superpower of the movie, which is like, they want her to seem shitty, but she's not ever shitty to Andy. No. The only shitty thing that she ever does is when he says Chucky did this when he's tied up and she kind of laughs a little bit. She's just like that's yeah. She's like what? Like but it's it's more like a what the fuck is he ta- I don't know what he's talking about. But like that's literally the only time that she ever does something like that, right? She like she seems, never She even seems cool with the uh with the mom, you know? Yeah. Like, she seems cool with the foster parents for the most part. I thought I felt a, that there was a camaraderie a bit with between her and the mom in, in a scene coming up. Um, so the next bit that we go into is Chucky's gonna get his second mark of the movie, 
and he the the executive uh i think his name's morris or more moron his name's more ass <laughs> his, his name's morris right matt no his name's matson what a fucking just matson no first name no no second name just i am i'm matson he's got and he's the, just tossing the he's doll got around. the chucky doll yeah it's raining the chucky yeah. doll's hair is all fucking matted and gross like the doll's clearly been like uh this sucks yeah and he tries to put him in the trunk. The trunk's full. He's like slamming, <laughs> he's slamming the trunk on yeah, Chucky. Yeah. And he's like, that's not gonna work. And he whips him into the back seat. And you, at one point, I think when he's slamming Chucky's head in the door, you hear him groan. You hear Chucky go. Argh. You do hear like a, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if that's the guy doing this or it's Chucky. It's probably Chucky. It sounded like Chucky it sounded like, like Brad. Fuck. Yeah. It sounded like Brad uh, Dorif. Dorif. Yeah. Um, so then he gets a call on his car phone. Yeah, that was so we were also when we were watching this, we were playing like an 80s drinking game where I'm like, anytime something super 80s ish happens, you drink a little bit. Anytime Chucky swears, you drink a little bit. And anytime uh, there was like a bunch of rules, but anytime there was something super 80s and like that was like a hello with like the cord in a car, you're like, oh, my God. Uh, that is 80s. So he has to basically pick up some vodka uh, for somebody on the phone. Yeah, I assume he's going. It's like a Michael Scott situation where he's going to go see Jan or something. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got some lady. He's like, bring the vodka and yeah. wear two condoms. Um, and then he can't. <laughs> that was the the second 80s, the other 80s thing moment like, is the guy's like, no fucking credit cards. So he like, go, yeah, he goes to the liquor store and he tries to pay with a gold card. The guy's like, no credit cards. And I was wondering, like, like that would never happen now. But you have to remember that in the 80s, when you wanted to use a credit card, you had to pull up that machine, put the credit card in, like, the, the charcoal paper, and, like, yeah. get an imprint of it. And I think you had to call it in. Like, I think I you had know. to call a place. I have used one of those in my life, which I thought was wild. Because there, there were still, when I first was in retail there was still a very brief overlay where there were still credit cards that could not be scanned or people would refuse to give you their number and you would have to do that. But I was like, I, every time I would, like, I'd be like, but I'm going to do this thing and I'm still getting the number yeah. when I do like, that's giving me the number. And they're like, I don't care. Do it. And I was Go like, with. okay. <laughs> I would give them their receipt and I'd be like, I still have your number right here. You could have just told it to me and I could have put it in the computer and everything would have been fine, you psychopath. But it's like old people, right? Like an old people, old yeah, person. They don't, they don't understand. Kaylin, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, swell, thank you. What's up? Are you here? um cool so we did our uh we uh, our first time seeing the movie earlier do you want to tell us about yours no we can just keep going where uh from where we're going no tell 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 the, the tell the people about the first time you saw this movie i said early in the show that once you came on you were i was gonna just stop and we'll hear from you This just in. Uh, 
several minutes ago. Oh, yeah. So uh, my first time seeing this movie was um, uh, in the height of uh, COVID when I decided to go go back, revisit movies that I hadn't seen. And uh, and it was also around how like, you know, October Halloween time. And so I was like, ooh, might as well check out like some of the cool killers. Right. So this was amongst them. Killers. And it is a very, it's, like, it's a very, it is a good movie. Like in all honesty, like it's, uh, without it even like necessarily being like a slasher kind of thing, but like it's a slasher. But it's like, it's just it's entertaining to watch. It's got some humor and stuff. Um, anyway, go on. <laughs> cool. So we're at the point of the movie where, um, where. Uh... Andy went home with the family. Uh, Chucky is now with the executive guy. Um, he's picking up the vodka. So he gets back in his car, and well, the car alarm, alarm starts arms, going yeah. off. He goes back, gets in the car, and then Chucky's <laughs> Chucky has a gun. <laughs> he's like, keep he goes, driving, freak, drive this way. Come on now. Did any of you ask like, yourselves oh. where did he get the gun? Well, I was thinking it's not this, a real gun, yeah. ding dongs. It's a fucking thinking, water no, gun. No, we find out later, but in the moment, yes, I. Was, I in I that moment, I was myself. like, "It's a water gun, probably," because his car, that guy's car, is full of toys. The well, whole car here, is full of toys. Here's the thing that I was thinking of. Um, that is another '80s moment, and I noticed this when they go into Andy's room, and uh, this is why I didn't think of it when he held a gun to his head. But up until like, I would say like. 1999 you didn't have to have those red tips on the end of guns you could make realistic looking toy guns and that assault rifle in in andy's uh toy box was off-putting to me obviously i knew it was fake obviously it was a toy gun but i was like wow i think that any gun that isn't like a space gun or something is kind of weird like if somebody has like a realistic looking Even, like, a BB gun. Like, I remember I got into, like, BB gun shit a few years ago where airsoft. I bought a BB gun. Not airsoft, just, like, actual BB guns. Like, like old-timey BB guns. And I bought Metal. one. I bought, like, a pink one because I wanted it to look like... I didn't want it to look like a gun. I wanted it to look like a toy because that's what it is. And we would take it to the cottage, and I got really good at shooting it. And I was like, this is great. This is so fun. And we would, like, set up targets and shoot them and stuff. And it was fun but at the same time if that looked real anybody driving by would be like what the fuck are these guys doing like any these guys are shooting guns and like we weren't shooting guns we were shooting toys at pop cans and eggs and stuff so i think yeah i I bought a carton of eggs and i shot well we put the eggs as far away we put the cans close and we put other stuff uh, a little bit further and then we put the eggs as far away as we could and the eggs were like the hard to hit targets right like they were like the valuable yeah yeah, the valuable targets but uh i would i i can't imagine like having what about eating what about eating the eggs yeah I would, I mean, yeah, eggs are fine. I eat eggs, but we bought this specific carton of eggs to shoot. Did you drain the egg out of it and then shoot the shell? No, that no. would take away the impact of the exploding. <laughs> of you want to see them? You want to see it splatter like a 
Like a human oh, head. I've never seen that. <laughs> anyway, Kalen. No, like we shot the eggs. It was fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but then, uh, basically, he's like, "Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" And he's like, yeah. and he squirts him with the find out his water. It's like, <laughs> "Bang! You're dead! Yeah, yeah. You're dead!" And then he's like, "Oh, thank God! I think she looks back. <laughs> I think Chucky's gone." But then it cuts back to him looking forward, and then he fucking plastic bags him to death. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow!" D- I kind of, I was also like in that moment, I was like, "I kind of wish that Chucky didn't kill that guy, so that that guy would be like a crazy person wandering around, being like, listen, there's a the Chucky is real.' Like he would have to be like wandering around the movie throughout the next couple try, movies. He's just, yeah, like he's just around." That'd like cool. Donald Pleasance from the Halloween series, where he's like, "Evil, evil has gone from this place." Remember, and like when he's just running, like, we'll see in the second one. Like the second Halloween takes place seconds after the first Halloween. Well, so. this movie takes place like th- we were talking about this in the chat, but this movie takes place like, like the next, the next day. year or something. Yeah, even though the kid the is next like year? several years older. Yeah. No, it seemed like they had the burnt, the melted doll, so it couldn't have been that long later. Did they? Did they say in the movie? Well, I, I don't think they ever say when or how long, but like I mean to say, the kid is clearly like several years older than he was <laughs> in the first movie. I imagine when this movie came out, it was. I think it was better in the first. I think he was better in the first one. I I think he was pretty good in this too, man. I. I, I, the first movie, there's that one scene where he is like absolutely petrified and he's like crying and shit. And I was like, this kid is killing this. I remember talking about it last year and I was like, this kid is killing his acting right now. And in this movie, he still kind of killed his acting. Like he wasn't, there's no moment where I'm like, I don't believe this kid. Yeah. There's no moment where he's like weeping and shit either. But like he killed it in the first one and he's now he's supposed to be like, Fuck. Like, yeah, fucking he's a hardened hard like, like, oh, veteran it. of turmoil and horrible things happening to him. We were talking about earlier him taking the cigarette and immediately taking a drag off of it. Yeah, like she asks him to hold his cigarette and, and he's like, instead <laughs> of him like looking at it and being like, I shouldn't do this, he just immediately hoots off the cigarette and you're like okay this kid is now a badass or he doesn't give a shit about anything he'll smoke cigarettes immediately also in that um, scene that uh, andy makes a really bad joke it's really weird like back and forth between the two of them because he sits down she she puts him up and he says do you want me to hear you say uh my my name backwards and then he turns around and says his name <laughs> and then she's like hold this cigarette and then he takes a drag of it and then they start bonding that was hilarious by the way that joke yeah i audibly groaned but also i made a i made a note oh, what? i made a note it, it was, was such so a funny. weird like chaotic like moment where it felt like almost like an improv scene or something um so yeah kyle and andy bond at that point uh and then andy goes upstairs and he overhears the adults uh talking about the trauma from the doll that he had to endure and, which means they knew about it and they still didn't get rid of that fucking doll. Which yeah. Is, maybe they wanted it as like a soothing tool or something. Like maybe we'll be able to like calm him down by introducing the doll to him or something. But like they're not therapists. They're just weird foster people. True, right? true. Like, Did you know short around this this part too, I think they they show the doll and, and the doll goes, Hi, I'm uh 
Tommy. Because it's, it's eyes like Tommy. Because now he's now it's Chucky who has replaced the other doll by beating it beating its face in with a tchotchke yeah um uh, and then when he says hi i'm a uh tommy andy's like wait a second and that's when he checks is that no he checks the first doll for batteries he doesn't check this one no no he checks chucky for batteries. He checks chucky okay this so is after yeah this yeah. is yeah he, he clearly suspects this is not the doll but he, he sees that this is when everybody in the room that i was watching it with when he checks the batteries and he's just like and he closes it up everybody in the room was like take the batteries out take rip the batteries out because that's like how do you know uh so he takes the doll into the basement and the 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 parents the adults see him walk by with the doll and they're like shocked like what's he doing and then chucky uh ties up andy uh, yeah. Oh yeah, so the, the, I guess that this is the first day. Yeah, we fast Dembala, Give me the power, I beg of you. I beg of you. Um, so right as he's doing that, Kyle comes home, sneaking back in because she got grounded for the tchotchke thing along with Andy. The, the dad and was like, Chucky says something like, "All right, well." Keep it to yourself, kid. I'm gonna kill you later. And then he just like <laughs> falls on the ground or some shit. Does the Toy Story? Yeah. Fall down. Um. Yeah. So the parents come in. And they're like, "Why are you tied up?" He's like, "The doll tried to do it." And they're like, "But then they blame her." He's like, "Why are you tying up your little brother?" Even though he's like, yeah. "Chucky did it. Chucky did it." That was. Oh, sorry. Yeah. This was the other drinking game we did. Every time someone doesn't believe somebody about chucky like every time somebody was like what do you mean we were like well, 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 well. <laughs> yeah. so you were black nobody believed by the time the movie was oh over. god yeah <laughs> I, I, this, this is wonderful that you're recapping the whole movie for me because we were drunk by the end um but yeah they think that kyle did it and kyle's like i didn't do anything and they like try and punish both of them and i'm like these people don't know how to both interact with or punish children <laughs> it's no. terrible um so yeah so the next day is the first day of school um yeah. we see kyle and, and andy walking together talking about the situation he's worried get lost microchip yeah uh, uh andy's worried that chucky <laughs> that chucky is going to find him i also wrote that down at, at school and murder him um, did you guys notice that like andy is being like absolutely exemplary of like uh what a a perfect student is meant to be the entire time like he's paying attention the kid flicks him and he's like get lost microchip and like everything he, even at the end of that moment he takes all the toys and he's about to put the toys away and then that's when you know there's a scene before this where chucky's like where is it where is it ah <laughs> and then it like cuts and then like she's going through them and she's like and it's just as like, fuck you bitch like right on on the the is it a test what even was that it was like match an animal to another animal yeah, test it was or something like, it was just like busy work for fucking grade two you know yeah. just stuff color in the elephant to look like an elephant um yeah that's when i noticed that it's dwight's babysitter from the office and i wrote ha 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 the paper says fuck you bitch amazing 
uh, he gets he naturally so, gets detention. <laughs> even I, this is a thing that I'm like, hold on. I have made t-shirt designs in my past to try and like make ends meet here and there. Why the fuck is that not a t-shirt? Like the like the the test that the test Andy with made fuck you bitch with fuck it. you bitch on it. Why is that not a t-shirt? I feel like a lot of people would probably wear that, right? Yeah, I'd wear that. Right? It's a great shirt. It's a great like it's a great juxtaposition uh, between a kid's <laughs> Let's go. It's a great juxtaposition between a kid's fucking like worksheet and fuck you bitch and a terrible old woman. Yeah. yeah. So, um he gets detention for that. She doesn't even question it. She doesn't even she's like could, which Imagine if he kid... still gets 100% on it though. Yeah, he still well all the answers were correct. So you still get 100%, but um, but he still wrote "fuck you." He still bitch, wrote "fuck so you." Bitch, to get even though, detention. even though the kid's clearly being picked on, so this teacher is negligent, showing negligent. Well, behavior. she's an old like she's like, I'll slap your wrist if you write with your left hand. Or whatever I'll kind of lock. She locks him in the room from the outside, so she locks, yes, and she also locks Chucky in the closet. Yeah, because she's like, don't even think about it, and she grabs Chucky and throws him in the closet. Which, how the fuck did Chucky get to school? By the way, he followed, obviously. He, but they show how he gets to the there. bus. Yeah, he jumps up under when the bus is driving away. Oh, right. And it's like, yeah, like I forgot about the wheel well. Feet. Yeah, yeah. I he forgot, goes up I into forgot the... about that. <laughs> right. And I this forgot. Is when, this is when the best line in the movie, in my opinion, happens where he's locked in the closet and he. Andy, and, come on. And let me out of here. Out the I promise I won't kill anybody. And then he goes, let me out, you little dick. Let me the fuck out! And Let I, me the fuck out of here! He like actually freaks out. That's one of my. I keep. I wrote like over and over again. Chucky goes from normal to insane so fast, like so quickly. Like every time he's trying to just be like, "Come on, man, we just need to talk about this." Oh, you I little dick! Yeah. I need to go now, you fucking dick! He just like loses his mind. It's is crazy. uh Steve is Danny is Danny home right now? No. Okay. You think I'd be doing this right now? I was now? just going to say, are, are they just in the other room listening yeah. to, to you, you go hear, like, from police, like... like... And then I thought that this I thought that this scene in this movie was very good to, I'll fucking kill you, you little dick! See, I can't even yell it. I can't even yell it because <laughs> my wife's upstairs sleeping. Um, so, she, so he sneaks out the window. The, the teacher comes back because they think she hears a commotion. Um, is what sort of her face acting led me to believe. She goes and checks the closet because she's like, obviously this kid is hiding in the she closet. She says, Andy, get out of here. Andy, where are you? And, and she we... pulls one of those light switches that it, the light auto- automatically is giving you those nice horror movie shadows. But we get that. We like, get oh, the, God, the music. Yeah. The, the like, and every time she moves something, it's like a, like a almost jump scare. Ring! Yeah. <laughs> Until he finally yeah. appears and jams like well, a he, bike. Well, he she picks up a uh the this I assume it's the same volleyball that he was hitting the remember when he's hitting the fence with? Yeah. You know, to build tension cuz he's like all fucked up. And she puts it up and then all of a sudden out comes a like a, like a You don't know ball. what it is and then you realize he's like and he's Filling her chest with air. It's a pump. It's an air pump. Some sort of bike pump. And then he it's beats her. It's a pump her. for the balls. It's not even an air pump. Oh, it's yeah. That the makes balls way more in the sense. room. Sorry. It's some dog. sort of bike pump. It's a bike pump. I guess you could pump up a bike's tires with it. 
Uh, anyway, that's not even the. I'm burying the lead. He beats the. He beats her to death with a rule with a with a meter stick, just mercilessly. And you. I mean, it's America, so it's probably a yard. Can you do that though? Pardon? Can you beat uh, somebody you with a stick? yardstick? You can absolutely kill somebody with a yardstick if you're a demon doll. Also, when he comes out and he's like, and he's walking, and it's like the it's like one of the first scenes where he's like fully walking as an animatronic. And he has the stick in his hand, and then it like curls, and he puts his hand out, and he whoosh, and it makes this like crazy like whoosh, sound in his hand. And I think he says, uh, "You've been very naughty, Mrs. Kettlebell." <laughs> and like, whoosh, and then just you see from out the window of just like the yardstick coming down over and over again. Oh man, what a good moment! Also, Kalen, what were you saying? What did you ask? Ding 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 ding. You're you looking very at? bad, Mrs. Kettlebell. I don't recall. Ah, oh, come what on. What are you looking at? Anyway, yeah. What am I looking I, at? That's probably it's maybe one of the like most memorable moments of the movie, right? Like I, when I was going into this movie, there were like three scenes that I remembered very clearly in my head and this is one of them when he's like killing her with the the meter stick oh yeah is that possible is that what i asked that is what you asked to kill someone with a meter stick yeah i think so i said yes if you're a demon doll but also as a human you could kill someone with a meter stick if you tried hard absolutely but also, he he hit her in the chest with like a air pump, so she was probably already fucked up. Like he probably like did some sort of damage to her internally. And then they don't. She plays a good. That actress plays a good, uh, like a uh, bitchy person. <laughs> oh, I don't think that she's always a bitchy person. I think that sometimes she's just like a nice sort of like kind of character, you know. <laughs> But she did a She's good not job. Always I was a bitch. mad at her. I was mad at her for the way she treated our hero. Yeah. Our boy but Andy. were you mad at her in the <laughs> in the office when she was like, "We weren't invited." <laughs> no, I I actually that episode. I is, used to be his babysitter, and then I was his lover. Yeah, that episode is. Uh, people like to talk about Scott's tots as being the most cringy, but the dinner party. Come on. When Jim like is like, oh, I. I gotta go. My apartment's flooding. And then Pam's like, "If she's you... like, you can always get it. You can get new things. You can't get a new party." Yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck. I had enough. <laughs> Pam should have been like, "Save yourself," because it just goes downhill from there. When no. Jan, when Jan's dancing to fucking the song, and, and she pit, grabs Jim and he's like, keeps trying to grab. <laughs> fuck what a what a good show um not to the point that my whole identity is the office though because those people ooh. i hope not andy tries to tell the adults uh and andy bernard phil <laughs> i'm moving on and <laughs> pardon obviously no one believes them what a tall tale yeah classic classic nobody believes andy uh, and Phil's like, he show- so earlier we, we skipped over this part, but Phil's like, I'm putting this doll in the basement. I'm putting the doll in the basement. It's caused enough problems in my home. I don't know why. He, he doesn't just, just put get- it in there. He throws he it like down the stairs. He whips it down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. At this point, you gotta, you gotta wonder. 
why is but this also like the one thing about in chucky movies that you also have to kind of gloss over is the fact that that teacher died yeah, and they don't. No one ever brings it up it. again. <laughs> never, never is it brought up again. Well, not who we're following, like, you know what I mean? Well, it's a it's a horror movie about a killer doll. You you have to sometimes like take a step <laughs> back and be like, let's just forget that this happened, because if you if it becomes part of the story, then you have a whole crock of shit you have to deal with. Whereas if you just forget about it, then who cares? One way to do it would have been like it was a long weekend and it was the end of the long weekend and she died and no one's going to discover her body until like <laughs> tuesday yeah it was it was friday this was this yeah. happened at friday at 3 30 yeah and nobody went into the room to find her corpse so yeah so um the doll's still in the basement andy hears the uh parents fighting about him kyle comes in and consoles this is when i point out in my notes that they're they're having a good big sister little brother relationship uh and yeah. then uh andy gets up in the middle of the night after that and he gets an electric knife usually used for cutting roast beef or turkey he goes into the basement and he's gonna he's gonna fu- he's gonna finish off chucky they have a little bit of a, a scuffle uh and phil wakes up or he's not hasn't gone to bed yet but he's in bed and he's like i'm gonna i feel like i hear something and he goes downstairs and as he's yeah. coming Phil down, in full pajamas. Too. Full, he's wearing full wearing, pajamas. He, the, both of the parents are wearing pajamas. It's pretty fucking yeah. hilarious. Uh, but he's walking down the stairs, like, yelling at Andy, who's holding the fucking knife. He's like, put the knife down. He puts the knife down. And he's like, no, I've, I've had enough of this doll nonsense. And Chucky pokes him in the foot with, like, a, one of those pokers for a... Or he, like, hooks his foot. No, no, no. It is a full-on harpoon, like a whale harpoon. Like it's like no, I don't I understand. Think it was for a fireplace, there's a poker for. A no, fireplace. it has ropes around. It's oh. it is like a fucking like d- killing Moby Dick style. <laughs> like it's huge. It's it is like a full harpoon. Anyway, like, why he hooks his have... foot and Phil falls off, and this is the, in my opinion, the most brutal death of the movie because he like lands on his neck, and it like clearly is. Well, no, he doesn't. He falls. And he's hanging, and then Chucky goes up to his face and he says, "How's it hanging, Phil?" <laughs> and then he fucking yeah. lets him go, and he cracks his neck. Chucky gives him a full face of Chucky before he lets him die, which is great. Which is yeah. So Phil knows that Chucky is a doll who is sentient, and then he dies, and then all the shit hits the fan. The, uh, the the wife comes down. She's losing her mind. She's like, "Get away from me, Andy!" So Andy's now in the yeah. doghouse. The next, but this next is also morning. when uh, Kyle starts to maybe believe Andy because she's like, yeah. "Wait, what?" And like things are not there's, adding yeah, up. Yeah, there's no way. Mind. There's no way that Andy caused the dad to fall through the like the railing, yeah, and land on his head. Anyway, yeah. There's also like other small things that she's been seeing throughout. Like it's she's not stupid, right? Which is also like, like a beautiful did... thing in this movie is that she's not an idiot character who has to be shown something overblown like she's slowly kind of piecing things together the entire time where she's like all right maybe my little adopted foster brother is actually being haunted by a a crazy murderer doll like maybe this is real could be that could be very well what's happening here and it is um so andy has to go back to the foster place um kyle gets chucky from the basement and in classic chucky fashion throws him in a garbage can which i i don't know if it happens in the first movie but it definitely happens in the show 
where he ends up in a garbage can. Yeah. Um, I think that might be a that's a good trope throwing this doll in the trash and then him getting so mad that he's thrown in the trash over and, and over. And you open it up and you're like, oh, he's not there, but really, Chucky's like, fucking, oh, he's in the <laughs> trash can, in goddamn garbage. Damn it. Um, so that's when she she throws him in the trash. She goes and sits on that swing from earlier in the movie. Um, and the old Chucky doll, the Tommy doll, is buried right right beneath. She's, like, kicking in the dirt and, like, pulls the doll out. And that's when she's like, oh, shit. And then she goes back and checks for the doll. There is also a part in earlier in the movie where the two of them are playing on that swing. And it keeps zooming in yeah. slowly to Chucky. And Chucky's, like, looking at the, like, dirt. Looking at the dirt. Because he's like, fuck, I, maybe I shouldn't have buried they it also there. Do a, during that sequence, they show a flashback of him burying the doll. So... No, yeah, I, but I what I mean to say is, like, I like the fact that Chucky buried it there, but at the same time, Chucky even is like, maybe I should have buried it somewhere deeper. But also, Chucky in his brain is probably like, I buried there because I wanted somebody to find it. <laughs> I wanted somebody to find it and be like, <gasps> like, he's a crazy serial killer, right? Like, he wants people to find these things to get spooked. Kaylin, are you falling asleep, buddy? What's going on? Uh, that was one of my uh, favorite shots when it's like looking up from the grave and he's never... I was just telling you... Pardon? No, I didn't say anything. Sorry, I thought... Oh. Kaylin, I think you're like in a slight delay mode because yeah, you say. keep sort of like re reacting slowly. I was just telling you guys, uh, I was just about to try to add on to, uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I think, I think you're on a delay, man. Mr. Simpson had the best death, is what I wrote. He did die very well. Do you want to? Andy you wanna leave, is right. Sorry, one sec, Steve. Do you want to just leave and come back in? Are you? What connection okay. on your phone are you connected to? One second. Yarp. Chucky is human. He is scared. I did write that. I wrote that. <laughs> how do we talk about how Chucky is human and he is scared? Well, Chucky throughout this movie is like his stakes are very high for him, and everybody else are like the stakes aren't that high. Everybody else is. Well, like, I mean, they're still high for people me. who don't want to die. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just don't want to die. Where Chucky's like, if I don't kill you, then I'm gonna have to deal with this. All right, let's make sure that he's uh, he's good. All right, are you hearing this in real time? Well, it's kind of hard to say no, yes or no to that. You better than you did. Always, if I'm responding to what I thought was real time before. I know, but now are we having a conversation with one another? Well, you're directing your conversation towards me for me to respond to, so yes. Okay, perfect. Well, that's way better than before because before I could actively see I would stop talking and then I would see you do listening eyes moments later. 
You know what I mean? So that's that's what was happening before. You were on delay. Absolutely correct, because you know why I was on the shitty Wi-Fi instead of uh, the data. Data. Exactly. Data. data. Because yeah, my name is correct. Data. Hello, uh, my name is Data. Why are We're you, back, folks. Why are you called Data? Because my name is Data. Well, it was cool. I think the best part in the whole movie is when he's walking out and he slaps the yardstick in his hand. That's maybe the best part in the whole movie. Okay? <laughs> what about the part when the guy gets the uh, toy eyes in his face? That was That's that also was very good. But... When he's walking out, he's like, "You've been very bad, Mrs. Kettlebell," and he whoosh, like slaps it under his hand. It's maybe the best. You know what? Moment. He's probably got childhood issues. I would say he is a strangler. Oh, ch- are you talking about Charles Lee Ray? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. He probably does. He probably right. hates being in a ba- little baby toy thing that much more because of it. Oh, yeah. Kaylin, I underneath my next note, I wrote eyeball death equals good. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does equal good. I liked it. Uh, all right. I'm going to go fill my glass, but I think we're getting close to the end here. So what uh, I- did Jason also leave? Yeah, I did. It's all well, good. I'm back. I guess it's up to me to uh, entertain <laughs> you. I'm, look, I'm getting... I'm, look, I'm his... I'm the scissors. Are you uh, are you good? Yeah. It seemed like you were you're falling asleep there. I hope it wasn't my talking wasn't boring you. No. No. I was I, I was um. There's a lot of feelings. There's a lot of feelings being had. Why are you having feelings? I don't think now's the time to talk about those feelings. Okay. Um, cool. We can before we go. Are you still down to do some uh, Fortnite after this? Yeah, but we, but this is all about this. We don't need to talk about other shit with this shit. This no, shit's about this. I shit. know it's all good. I just I wanted to make sure that you're good. I'm asking if yeah. you're good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I have feelings, <laughs> sir. I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry, man. We, we all have feelings, guys. We all have feelings. Everybody we'll have a feelings. we'll have a nice chat after the show's done. Um, so she goes out for a smoke, finds the doll, blah blah blah. Then Kyle, <coughs> Kyle, Kyle goes back into the house. So she throws Chucky in the garbage, and right. five minutes elapse, and she goes back into the house, and she's she's like walking around the dark house, like every little noise freaks her out. She goes upstairs. And I thought they were going to do more with the sewing machine because the sewing machine is shown Wait, very... she found the other Chucky, though. You have to specify that. Yeah, I, I, we talked about that right before Kaylin left and came back. All right, right, okay. So she's skulking around the house. That's she's... why she's scared. She's not scared because she threw it out and it's gone. She's scared because she found the other one and realized that, like... Yeah, but she goes fuck, back and checks, right. she checks the trash and Chucky's gone. Yeah, yeah. so she finds the old Chucky, so goes saying. to the trash, finds that Chucky. We already gone. did that. I know, but I'm just, I want to make sure that everybody knows that it's not stupid that she's scared. She's scared for a very good reason. She's scared. So we we go up we upstairs, blah, blah, blah. This is, I want to get this out because this drove me nuts the way that this movie did Chekhov's gun so many times where you show a thing and then it has payoff. 
they show her sewing they show um the mom showing sewing early in the movie and i was like oh fuck they're gonna her hand is going through that or something or her face and i was still in the mode that was like this is the sequel it's gonna be it's gonna be gruesome but really it looks like she just had her throat slit yeah what i wrote down was moms should have been sewn to death yeah it's like, just like a like lot of sewing like, like she should have so much sewing on her yeah i agree she yeah. it looks like she just had like her mouth was tied in her yeah i agree it looked she like she had, had like sewing marks all over her that would have like, been awesome Especially since later in the later Chucky movies, there Chucky has a sewn back together persona. Yeah, you know yeah. it would have been a cool callback. In no, the you're right. Yeah, she should have been sewn. The fuck. Well, imagine up. if he got broken, she fixed him. That would have been great too. Yeah. Or or if he, she had he had like a little rip on his clothes from for, from him getting thrown in the basement. And he's like, I'm gonna fix this doll. And then as he's <laughs> she's being fixed, he like grabs her and like pulls her head under the right. Yeah. Or like her finger, like her thumb, and like puts her thumb in. And she's like ah, and then like because <laughs> he because Chucky always does some like maniacal shit to the person and then just kills yeah. them pretty handily. Like he's you know it's never really that elaborate but it's always like he does some weird thing well he's that's the thing is like he's like some little guy. torture move he's like a guy yeah. he's like a guy he's just a regular guy <laughs> is that's he a the guy, thing though? about chucky that is he's not a regular guy he's a murderer guy but yeah. like he you know he's not he's gonna like do something murderer. wild he's just gonna be like i'm gonna fucking kill you i'm gonna like, kill you that's his whole deal he right? gets angrier and angrier too yeah so at this point, um, she's losing her mind. They have a scuffle. He there's a knife. She has a knife, but the knife ends up in Chucky's hands. He gets her into the car, and they're gonna go somewhere. We don't know yet. Um, meanwhile, at the orphanage or whatever, the alarm goes off. Right, I thought it yeah. was I thought it was Chucky already there, but we find out. So it's kind of going back and forth to like the kids evacuating the orphanage and Chucky like holding a knife to Kyle to make her drive somewhere. Um, But then it turns out... There's also a funny scene where, like... uh, Wait, does that happen later? (laughs) (laughs) This is the end of this movie. It's all so weird and scrupulous and strange. Where, like, there's so much shit happening happening that you're like, wait, what? Right, no, sorry. I I, I fast-forward a bit to the thing where she, like, pulls the the newspaper truck over, but that happens a little bit later. But in between the moment that you're talking about now and when they get to the factory, there's, like, so much weird shit that happens that you're, like, it's almost a little bit hard to retain because there's too much happening. And it's, like... She knows what's happening. Oh, sorry. She... I know I know what happened that confused me. Something does happen while they're driving. The cop pulls them over, remember? And the cop's like, uh, well, you got a doll yeah. there? And the doll's like, yeah, man, I'm a doll. And I'm a like, talking <laughs> doll. No, he's like, don't say anything or else I'll fucking kill you. And he like, puts his, <laughs> the knife down next to his leg. And yeah. then she's like, yeah, it's a talking doll. Uh, and then he starts bleeding out of his nose because that's a thing that keeps happening in this movie yeah. to indicate and he's and becoming she's like, a human. Did you ever like see one of those dolls that pisses itself? This one bleeds. And the cop's like, okay, uh, well, you okay. keep it slow. <laughs> slow it up. But the thing is, is that it's a doll. Like, it's not like he wouldn't have any reason to not think that was true because yeah. it is a doll. It is just a doll. Um, so I thought that, yeah. Oh, he goes, you goddamn women drivers. <laughs> It's so stupid though too. Like it, 
<laughs> it actually is just like a like. What can we make him say that is Fuck rude? Fuck you, right bitch! Yeah. You, you goddamn women drivers as he goes through the drivers window. As he flies through the but also, like, shield. would he have enough mass to break the window? Like, I, I feel thought like he's about a doll. that. I thought about that for way too long. I was like, I think they're going fast enough. No, and he breaks through it like so perfectly. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then there's the whole thing. So they show up. Th- that's after two, I think. No, because they roll up there. How how does he? She she, so she shows up. The car. They crash the car, and then he. It's like right, and then he tries to hit puts her, his, the knife hit into the, and he's like, "Take me to the fucking orphanage." Right. And then they somehow get the the fire alarm to go off, and everyone's fun, going they, out. Yeah, they're leaving. They find Andy. Yeah. They go back out. Um, and then all the fire trucks start showing up, and they, uh, he gets Andy into the back of like a newspaper, newspaper truck. truck that's just like <laughs> filled to the top of newspaper, and it's open for some reason. Like, <laughs> oh gosh! And he's like, "Ade, due, dembala, give me the power, I beg of you!" And they're like driving off, and she gets into another car and is following them. And they he drives them back to no wait what? oh no she's driving she's after driving that truck after them. This and is, she this forces is that, that is... truck off the road right. and it's like a guy who's like what the fuck? I just want to like, grab before we move like, on to the next part I wanted to point something out here that kind of stuck with me too and so when the fire every there's a commotion right but before that it's pretty quiet in the streets so there had to be a point where there's just people out milling around with the alarm going off. But the, off to the side, like not too far, is just a car that's up on the curb with a fucking giant hole in the windshield and the doors open. And nobody thought Shame to be like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is going on with that car? That Anyway, well, it's mean, a movie. At the end of this movie, like you have to not think too hard about that's it true. because it's like they were just trying to get to the factory is that fight. Is stuff acid or is it the, the, the gel that makes the parts? Who knows? Why does there it are the several floor? things that happen in a <laughs> row that are very hard to follow and comprehend, but they get to yeah. the good guy factory. Let's and get like, to the good guy factory too, because what uh, is important. Yeah. So the problem, I didn't really take many more notes beyond this because it's just a lot of. It's just. A I think that all my notes sequence. that I took throughout are still uh, something that you can attribute to this last scene as well like most of my notes about camera angles and music and acting and all of it still applies to this last and this scene. this sequence is very good. it's great man yeah. this is such a good moment in this movie it's so good so essentially what happens is they they end up in the good boy factory where the good guy boy, good guy good boy where the good guy factory where the chunky dolls are made and I will always call him Chunky because of you, Steve, and that's your fault. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, basically, there's a sequence here where Chucky's just, they're playing cat and mouse, right? And Chucky's trying to murder them, and they're trying to escape, <laughs> right? Uh, one little thing happens, and the whole the whole factory gets messed well, up and starts... I mean, the, the main thing that happens is that he gets there first with Andy, right? Like, Chucky gets there first first and he fucking lies Andy down and he's like <laughs> puts his hand on his head and he has the knife 
And he says, Adey, the way, Dembala, give me the power, I beg of you! And like he starts to do the, the voodoo curse, and he gets through all of it, and he has his head in the air, his little puppet head, and then it goes down to Andy, who's asleep, and Andy's eyes open, and he looks up to Chucky, and then you see a little bit of blood drip onto Andy's face, and then it goes up to Chucky, and Chucky puts his hand down, and then it drips into his hand and goes back up, and Chucky's nose is bleeding, and he's like, no! 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 And he like, does like a crazy scream, and it's like, this is fucking great. Like, a lot of horror movies do not ever make you feel like you understand why this villain is doing what they're doing, but Chucky, you know exactly what he's trying to do, and he failed. He fucking failed, he failed. man. He you also not... get a great you get a great moment shortly after this. Uh, they they're escaping through like this great like this fence grate and he gets his hands stuck and then he he's so filled with rage and just wants to murder them as brutally as possible that he pulls and pulls and pulls and his hand comes off and you realize that he's just he's got human he's got fucking meat arms no he doesn't realize that he's no we realize experiencing it we We realize realize. but he's like screaming like yeah and it's and like it's got it that little like, squirt <gasps> that little squirt of blood comes out and i'm like oh yeah and then he gets that knife from the previous scene and he pulls the handle off and he jams it in his fucking arm and tapes yeah. it up and now he's got but he puts it in like one of those like those wedge things like to close it and like and then he like tapes it up with like packing tape and just, just like <laughs> he pulls it out and he's like i hate children <laughs> starts to like <laughs> run after them so good man yeah He's... so chucky fills uh kills a factory worker by putting him in the eye machine that's what kaylin brought up earlier uh yeah. the ultimate checkoff's gun for this movie because that eye thing is in like the first scene from the movie um and then a psycho looking nightmare chucky comes out with his fucking arm I wish that was the boss. I wish that was like the final boss of this movie. The like, the Akira monster Chucky. When, oh, before well, the they... Akira monster Chucky is kind of the final boss. Yeah. No. Not the one that comes out with all the legs and arms sticking out. Oh, oh that you thing. Want like, it? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been. Cool. You know what? That because you saw that come out. Yeah, you saw all the legs come out, and like I. Yeah. Even I, I've seen this movie several times, and I was like, "Does he come out with legs and arms?" And like he, yeah. like nothing came out, and it was like his bottom half. No, like, they showed and then that he comes on the little platform. And he's like, "Ah!" Well, they showed that you. they showed that nightmare doll to indicate that, that if you go into that machine, it's malfunctioning. Some shit's gonna happen. Yeah. So they end up trapping him in that machine. He gets severed at the waist, and then he starts coming after them on that wheelie with the knife hand, which was fucking great. And then, yeah. so throughout this scene, they keep accidentally standing underneath this thing that's dripping that's why i can't figure out based on what happens here if the stuff that's dripping out is some sort of acid or if it's the melted down oh it's not like a latex or rubber it's plastic it's like liquid plastic but what i was wondering is if it's just liquid plastic when it hits the ground why was it 
it, it was because I visually know, it looks more interesting. I know, I get that, I get that, <laughs> and it, it makes sense that it wasn't melting the ground. It was just sizzling when it hit the ground to indicate that it was hot. I thought it was an acid of some sort. Either way, Chucky was going to get this shit all over him because of Chekhov's the Chekhov's well, gun then, thing. Because of Chucky's gun, Chucky's gun. Yeah, because of Chuck Chekhov's gun. Uh, so anyway, the um, he's rolling towards them, and he remembers that there's this goo that this latex stuff he sprays him with it he becomes this like gnarled monster and through the come through all of this there's like a air hose on the ground that uh kyle jams in his mouth and we get a great remind me of uh fat cartman well i mean hold on who the goo goes all over him first and he gets like buried under it and then he comes up and he's "Ah!" and he's got like this nasty like he looks like a gross like tenderly baby right like he's coming at them like ah and like one of his eyes is like melted closed and that's when she grabs the hose and and i think when she shoves like it in quato a, from he, uh yes it looks like a quato and like well also just so you know the guy who made quato is the same guy that made chucky and that's why they kind of look nice. a little bit similar but it goes in his mouth he closes down on it and like his mouth seems to like melt on it right like it's because he's it's like drying plastic and he starts to inflate and then you guys can and he pops he explodes great head explosion and the it reminded me of big trouble in little china ah reminded me of uh scanners when the guy's head explodes but there's another movie where the guy's headache like inflates and explodes some other weird science weird science is it weird science well when the brother gets like into like a weird blobby thing yeah the yeah right so um yeah and then as they're leaving as they're leaving the factory after this horrible thing goes and he's like she's like okay and he's like okay let's go home home, and kyle's like where is home and then credits start rolling I no, have, Andy says that. Yeah, Andy says where's where home? home? Yeah, I have no idea. And that's the end. So, uh, let's go into our final thoughts, and then let's uh, play some fork knife. Yes. So, do the uh, viewers, do the viewers get to see? Yeah, we're gonna go live on on TikTok. No, we're gonna go live <laughs> on Twitch. I'll be the cameraman if you if you guys want, unless you guys want to be the cameraman. I, was... I feel like I feel like uh, you are in the zone to do it. Okay, um, so I'll, Kalen, since you came into the episode a little late, why don't you give us your final thoughts on the movie? Absolutely. Um, at the beginning of the movie, I thought of going to the dentist. Uh, let's see. He looks scarier without eyes. <laughs> oh, when uh, the the guy is going to his car in the rain and the umbrella is like useless, reminds me of like your classic Nova Scotia umbrella. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> like that's pretty funny for anyone anywhere, right? When it like it zips off, right? He's like, God damn it, <laughs> let's go. Right? But like no, I feel like Nova Scotia or like Halifax. Like I'm like I know like whenever there's like a rainstorm, there's always like those like umbrellas like off to the side of the sidewalk or like in the garbage can, just like right, yeah, broken umbrellas. People abandon them. Yeah, we we have the classic sideways rain, as uh as we're known. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to dismount. Continue. 
No, no, no. We're still riding. Keep going. <laughs> uh, my final thought is also a little bit of intro because I missed it. Sorry. Thank you, everyone, for your patience. My apologies, and I uh, appreciate it. Um, this was a, a, a lovely uh, round two of our original October lineup, getting us ready for the spooky season, up in the value, up in the the entertainment, and I give it a dope-ass pair of uh, overalls <laughs> with a striped shirt. All right. It's the best, Excellent. It's the best rating for anything I've ever heard. I give it a pair of overalls and a striped shirt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dope ass overalls, though. Dope ass overalls. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you, Kaylin. Uh, Steve, why don't you go next, and then I'll take us home, all the way home again. Oh, wait, one second. No title shut up. No title shut up. No, I don't think they're gonna be. Yeah, there. no it's one said this play. is Chucky's tools. It's child's, no, child's, child's play. play. Child's Nothing play. but child's play. Um, I think that this movie is um a classic i hate to steal from you jason but you did say this in our private chat that this is an example of a movie that 100 percent uh excels where the first movie failed maybe or at least took what the what the first movie was trying to be and achieved and they have all the lockings and trappings of having to be a sequel but like you can watch this movie without watching the first one and you'll still kind of understand you don't actually have to watch the first one where he's like oh they do it like you don't have to watch that to know what's going on in this movie and i think that like from within seconds of the movie you realize that it's a fresh coat of paint literally like it's scraping off chucky and painting him sure they put little things down and spray paint his eyebrows on and like like clean up his mouth and his lips and stuff and it's it's great it also does so much more with the music and the cinematography uh the original theme that they made from the first one is taken and played throughout in different ways to make you feel like you're meant to realize that Chucky is watching this scene. If there's somebody watching somebody else and you hear like, ding, 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 ding. You're like, Oh, that Chucky is there somewhere in the room understanding what's happening here. The movie is good. It is a very, very good movie. It's better than the first one. I will say it's better than the first one, for sure. 100%. Um, If I had to give it a rating, I would say that it is you walking through a blockbuster and walking by all these haunting uh, covers of movies and you come across a movie with uh, a Chucky with his red hair about to snip off a head of a Jack in the box, but he doesn't snip it off and he just waits for you to rent it. That's what I think. (laughs) Watch it. Excellent. Yeah. I, um, that's, yeah, I agree. 
with that that sentiment. I specifically what I said was um, this movie almost plays like a reboot of the first because it just does everything so much better. Um, it's a, obviously a sequel because it's a continuation of the story, but it feels like every element of this movie like is just better. I can't remember what I gave Child's Play, so hopefully I don't accidentally rate it lower. <laughs> but um, I found that there there aren't a lot of parts that drag, and I think that has to do with the runtime. When you push a horror movie to like two hours, you're going to get a lot of like... Like Halloween kind of had that problem where there's a lot of scenes that are just like people doing stuff and... Michael Myers observing it from the bushes basically but you don't really have that in Chucky because he's one of the main characters he's, yeah and, he, and Michael White Myers doesn't say you fucking prick like he doesn't bitch. know all that kind of stuff yeah no, he says nothing so he's pretty uninteresting um comparatively anyway I would say that out of last year out of the four movies I think this was I think Chuck, the original Chucky was my favorite with uh, Fre- uh, Freddy Krueger being almost tied for first, but a distance, a close second. I think that this, I think this sets the tone, and I'm going to be comparing the rest of the movies to this. And I think I said that last year too. That's so, fair. so I, I mean, mean, Chucky's verbose, man. You like your verbose villains. You yeah. like your <laughs> monsters to yell shit at people. I want my <laughs> monsters to just be a regular ass human. Well, a regular ass serial killer trapped in a doll's body. I give this movie, uh, I give this movie like a really solid three point five out of five, like really solid. It's obviously, I can't give it, I can't in a good mind give it a four because it's an eighties horror movie and it's it's not that deep. It's cinematography wise, it's like that makes up probably most of the rating, um, and it's just entertaining to watch. Just a good, you could put this on with your friends. You could just watch it on a lazy Saturday afternoon which I did and uh, yeah that's uh, that's my hey did you see this one official stamp so this has been this has been another this has been a special weekend episode special Saturday night episode of hey did you see this one I'd like to as always thank my co-hosts um, and uh, for Kalen and for Steven I'm Jason for Jason and Kalen, I am Steven. For Steven and Jason, I'm Kalen. And as always, I have to ask one simple question. Hey, did you see this one? Hey, Andy, did you see this one, you fucking prick? <laughs> Let me the fuck out of here! Yeah, I wish I went before you because I can't top that. I saw it. Hey, did you see this one? <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. Guys, I'm sorry I yell, but he yells a lot. You heard him, right? In the movie? He does yell a lot. I'm the Jack. You're the Jack? Yeah. You're the one getting your head cut off? Oh my god. I'm also, if I bend and contort just right, it kind of looks like I'm part of the picture. <laughs>